There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. You want those idiots who believe in analytics? Yes, I am. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app. However, you're taking us in on this Friday. We appreciate it. I uh, hope your bets are are going well. Basketball, hockey, baseball, to the extent we can provide some insight and put you in the right direction towards winning bets, then we have done our job. Carl Sack, kind enough to uh, continue in studio this morning. You may know him as uh, NBA guru, Dr. Bob Sports, best NBA totals better, just best NBA better, period, that I've uh, ever run into ever. Um, with a shout-out to Bob, of course, who... who uh, both has had tremendous influence in our lives. Uh, we'll get to Paul Carr and Chris Felica here momentarily. Vinny Maliula will join us later this hour. We'll talk UEFA Euro 2020 with Paul and Chris. Uh, we'll also get Chris Felica's thoughts on his Islanders tonight in Game 7, Islanders and the Lightning. Um, Mark Borchard made a point that last segment, which I, I don't want to let slide by. And and I won't get the exact number of what he said Exactly, but I, there were certain favorites above, like minus 170-ish or something like that. 75 or greater, yeah. Thousands of games over the last several years. Going back to 15. Yeah, going back to 2015, baseball favorites over that price, 4.5% return on investment. And it resonated with you because as soon as I said it, I saw you being like, oh, I know those people. Right? There's tons of guys who bet the sport of baseball who will say to you, blanket, yeah, and sharp guys too, by the way who will say, yeah, I don't bet any favorite over X, right? And it won't be as high as minus 170. And I just think that that's a fascinating point that needs to be stated more. That, hey, value is value. And 
sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. And in baseball, that's just how it is. Again, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots is so wide that those prices are not only justified, they're actually good over time. And you and I had a discussion off air about the power of liquid, and that might have something to do with it, but also how personal biases affect the market. Yeah, no, I mean, and you may do, you may go and look at the last 20 years and say, okay, well, favorites in that, you know, massive favorites of, you know, $2 or more um, haven't been successful. But, and, and so somebody might then think, all right, well, as a rule of thumb, I'm going to stay away from favorites of, you know, 200 or greater. But I don't think you can just gen- make these generalized statements and, and a hard, fast rule. Like, there, I'm, I'm sure that there are subsets where you look at certain things and it's like, nah, but if you look, if you slice it this way, it, it, there has been some success there or opportunity there. So, um, yeah, let me, let me seize on the power of liquid thing because it's, it's kind of one of these unrelated, it's not really that relatable to that many folks, I guess, but it's, it also, I think, affects this kind of thing too, where if you have, you know, let's say you have $1,000 in your account and there's a minus 200 favorite. Maybe you'd be inclined to play it, but you're like, ah, what am I going to do? About $200, right? 20% of the money I have in this account uh, to win $100. I'm not going to do that. But if you have like, we know some betters who have, you know, let's just get nuts, $100,000 in their account. Well, those, those guys are way willing to do it, right? So there is something about that too that we, that we don't really talk about enough. That's also part of this whole racket. I don't know, just the, just the thought that comes up with that as well, that that affects how people bet too. Yeah, I, I enjoy talking about the psychology of markets, the whole kind of like behavioral economics, um, where the inefficiencies are due to people's biases. And uh, it seems to fit into this, to this type of, uh, to this specific topic here with huge favorites in baseball. And, and like you said earlier in the show, um, maybe there's just less parity right now. I, I, I mean, I definitely think that's the case. It, it has crescendoed over the last three years in a way that we've never seen before. Like, you know, five years ago in baseball, if you saw one minus 200 favorite, I used to say this when I would do baseball every game and, and go through the numbers every night, it would be, you know, you'd find one Hector Noesi, one really bad pitcher on a slate every five days. You'd be like, oh, wow, it's a Noesi day. He's terrible. You see like six terrible pitchers a night now where you're like, oh, this guy's terrible. Like that's just how baseball has evolved. It's just diluted in that fashion. And so the market has reflected that over time. Really believe that about about that sport and uh, what has baseball done <laughs> to combat that. Uh, I don't know that they can do anything, but the sport is just, uh, yeah. I just hate to think that it would go, you know, the way of horse racing and boxing when we were kids were such big sports. Baseball, I guess, was as well. I would just hate for uh, the sport not to capture the imagination of of a, a younger generation and get more competitive, and that's a whole other story. Well, then, to combat the lack of parity, now they're just making the pitchers take their clothes off. That's so right. Make, keep people uh, <laughs> tuned in. How can we make this worse? I know. We'll frisk them in public like a TSA search. <laughs> Skill Alexander, that's Carl Sack, kind enough to join us on a numbers game this morning. Uh, let's bring in our guests. First of all, Paul Carr, everybody, from the Expected Value podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at Paul, C-A-R-R. Also uh, writes for ESPN+. Plus. There's his piece. It's called Best Bets for the UEFA Euro 2020 Knockout Stage. And Chris Velika, the Bear, from ESPN's College Game Day Daily Wager. And, of course, Stanford Steve of the Bear podcast. Guys who, uh, who know each other well, how you guys doing? Good, good, good to be here. 
Yep, do, do, doing well, Paul. We just emerged from uh, Studio E. Uh, Dal and Cup and myself just knocked out a bunch of segments, and I, I know you uh, you love reminiscing down, down down around Studio E. Studio E. That's many it. long hours in Studio E doing Mike and Mike and everything else. <laughs> that's an inside ESPN talk, Carl. When they say Studio E, we don't know what that what that means. Uh, Paul, before we get into any uh, soccer talk, uh, the MLB All Star uniforms annoy you tremendously. Explain. Yeah, so I know this doesn't really matter, but this makes me so angry. I mean, the All-Star game is one of my favorite things in sports, and I think everyone agrees the baseball one is the best version of this, or, or has been at least. Yes. And one of my favorite memories as a kid is Bo Jackson hitting a home run to lead off the All-Star game. And that was an incredible moment for nine-year-old me because I'm a Royals fan. It was Bo Jackson, of course. That's cool. And he's wearing a Royals uniform. A guy in a Royals uniform homered to leave off the All-Star game. And... The coolest thing is you can see all these different uniforms in one field. It's beautiful aesthetically with the different colors. And baseball wants to take that away and put the most boring possible uniforms on the field. So you can't tell who the players are even less than you already do. It's just stupid. <laughs> What's the logic behind it? Have they said why they why Yeah, why that? did they do that? I mean, I assume they just want to sell more jerseys. But who's buying these things? I mean... They already had the like you know the batting the home run derby stuff, which was pretty generic, which is fine. Like, wear them for that. Don't wear them for the actual game. You can't. No one knows who these players are anyway. Now we're making them all look the same. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld with Paul, <laughs> with Paul Carr. The, yeah. I totally agree. By the way, totally agree. Uh, Chris, uh, your Islanders are in Game Seven again. Before we get to soccer, I'd be remiss not to ask you about this. Islanders after a gutsy uh, comeback to win in overtime down two nothing in Game Six back in New York. Uh, put this into the do-or-die Game 7. The Islanders are plus 145 tonight. Tampa Bay minus 160. Are you betting this? How do you feel about your team? Tell us where you're at. I feel I feel really confident about uh, tonight's game, which is uh, pretty unlike me. Usually I'm kind of a, a pessimistic uh, standpoint. But look, look it, it, Tampa had the series won. Uh, they were up 2 nothing in the second period. They were completely... Uh, dominating the play, and they let the Islanders back in it. The Islanders worked their way back in it, however you want to phrase it. When you you are the more talented team and you've got a chance to put a team away, you don't want to give them a second opportunity, especially a team that uh, their entire goal this year was kind of to get back to where they were and beat Tampa Bay. Uh, They kind of talked about openly in the offseason about how of the pain of the loss, and you kind of need to go through that to get to where where you really want to go. Uh, Nikita Kucherov did not skate this morning uh, at, at the morning skate, which leads me to believe he's not going to play. Uh, that's a big part of the Tampa Bay power play. Uh, I, I like the Islanders tonight on, on, on the money line, and I, and I would I would play the Isles, and I would I would play the under as well. Just as an Islander fan, just everything that this team went through in the last. However many years, whether it was having the, the fake owner in John Spano with a Gordon Fisherman logo or the, the, the Dodge in the car <laughs> in, in the corner at Barclays and, and, and the Mike Milbury GM reign of terror. Like, 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 like tonight is awesome. I haven't looked as a fan. Someone who works in sports, you kind of get jaded at times. You really don't root for anybody when you're covering these events. But as someone who has grown up a Islanders fan and been going to Islanders games since I was seven years old, like, like, I have not been this excited about a sporting event that one of my teams has been involved in in a long, long time. That's awesome. The Mike Milbury reign, GM reign of terror gets into that diatribe. I like it. Roberto, Roberto Luongo, Dan O'Chara, Brian Barard. Who, who wants those guys? Yeah, they're, they're no good. 
<laughs> what do you think guys like that are doing on a daily basis? No, strike, strike the question. All right, Paul, uh, explain now the, the UEFA, now getting back to soccer, because I love Chris's conviction on hockey there, but getting back to soccer, there's mm-hmm. a UEFA rule change on away goals. You and I have discussed this before. You, yeah. you and Chris are on opposite sides of this. You like it. Okay, so the rule, they're getting rid of away goals as a tiebreaker in knockout stages, mostly of Champions League, Europa League, things like that. So before, if it's, you know, each team has a goal after the two games, if one scored on the road, the other scored at home, the road goals are the tiebreaker. Um, so I don't, well, what I didn't like before was that the away goals rule applied in extra time, which was only played obviously at one field, one team's field. So in a way, the away team in the second leg had an advantage there. Uh, but other than that, I, I don't like changing the rule entirely. I think it's a little bit too extreme, mostly because one of the cool things about it is in soccer and hockey, there's normally not that moment where a team scores a goal and goes from losing to winning. With the away goals rule, that can happen. And so things can shift so much more quickly. Uh, it kills a few series, but in general, I don't like that they're abolishing the rule completely. I think there are better ways to tweak the existing one. Chris, you hate it. No, no it's not that it's, I necessarily hate it. Um, I, I'm not a fan of what Paul said is exactly right, the way they counted it. But, uh, and people have been going back and forth, and I think Keller Twelman disagrees with me. I think what this is going to lead to are even lower scoring uh, first legs. Now, what benefit do you have? Say say Liverpool plays at Leipzig, whatever. What benefit does Liverpool really have to go to Leipzig in the first leg and win 1-0 or 2-0? Uh, it, it, basically, I think the goal, the goal is going to be, okay, don't allow don't lose 2-0. You lose 1-0 and you park the bus, fine. I think these teams are going to be more than these. Not, remember, these are, for the most part, not very forward-thinking, progressive-minded uh, clubs over there. I, I think they're going to play a very defensive-minded first leg. I think they're going to be more than happy to take a nil-nil draw or maybe even lose 1-0. Go home. Uh, win, w- win your home leg and know that if you get one goal, at the very least, you're going to the added time and you have that extra time on your home pitch. So I, I think these teams are going to be more apt to play for the for the draw in a lower scoring first leg. I know Taylor disagrees with me. He's he's kind of pointed out the MLS model, but I I don't know what what Paul feels about that if he's in the same boat as me. That's what I would expect too. Um, you know, usually we saw about one or two games in a typical Champions League season get to extra time. I would guess that'll get you know a lot closer to two, maybe three, uh, just because yeah, teams are going to be a little more conservative. Obviously, there's no tiebreaker, so you're going to get some more games going to extra time for that reason. So, yeah, that's that's what I would expect. You know, you never know, but that's the general consensus and what I think would happen. Uh, yeah, the, the the way team, the first leg, has much less incentive to open up and, and get that all-important road goal. I was trying to get you two to fight, but it didn't work out for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, 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 no. no. If, if, if someone, someone, if someone who is uh, if two people who have shared uh, 45-minute cab rides three in the morning from the Casino in Johannesburg back to the hotel, you're, you're not going to get us to fight. We're, we're bonded forever. Paul, Paul, tell us the uh, Felica story when he bet against the USA. What was that in the World Cup? That was, was the Algeria USA game in 2010 when Lynn Donovan scored the goal. It was 11 years ago yesterday, I think. And, uh, yeah, everyone is going nuts, and Felica is the one who had Algeria, I think, plus half a goal back then. Felica fading the U.S. All right, let, uh, Jason, if you could, let's, let's throw up the Euro 2020 bracket. This is where the tournament starts in earnest now that we're past the group stage. All right, Paul, before we get to the individual picks, break this down for me on the bracket. On the left side, 
Belgium, Portugal, Italy, uh, Austria, France, Switzerland, Croatia, and Spain. And then on the right side, Sweden, Ukraine, England, Germany, Netherlands, Czech Republic, Wales, and Denmark. Uh, definite difference, huh? Yeah, that left side is more loaded. I mean, you've got probably four of the five best teams at the tournament so far. And I'd say five teams that have real title aspirations in Belgium, Portugal, Italy, France, and Spain. Uh, and then the right side has, you know, probably three. And, you know, unless you want to get a little crazy and feel like Denmark's on a karmic ride, which, you know, it might be. But other than that, it's Netherlands, Germany, England, and Germany and England are playing in the round of 16. So, so yeah, it's a tough road. Like, I have a Belgium future that I don't feel great about at all because they're going to have to get through Portugal, probably Italy, and then France or Spain just to get to the final. Uh, their odds were, like, down to about plus 600 before the tournament for Belgium, and they played pretty well and won the group games, and now they're at plus 900. So that tells you how tough that left side of the bracket is. So if someone's landing right now, what would be a good futures bet per your estimation here? I don't think I touch anything on the left side because that's just such a minefield. Uh, I think you can make a case for kind of your favorite team on the right, whether it's England, Germany. I kind of would probably play Netherlands at plus 900 just because they're going to be big favorites. I mean, they are big favorites in the first game. They're going to be big favorites or at least favorites against uh, Denmark or Wales in the second game. You got to get through probably England or Germany to get to the final, but that's one coin flip-ish type of game uh, to get to the final. So if there's something, it's I'm probably looking there. But, you know, like we often say, the futures at this point aren't super valuable here. Chris, anything on futures at this point? I, uh, just to kind of segue from what Paul was talking about, uh, there is, you can bet just to reach the semifinals. I saw uh, in Will Hill last night in the Dutch were minus 120 to reach the semis. And, and, and like I said, they're they going to be our big favorite against the Czech Republic. They, they should beat uh, Wales or Denmark as well. So two favorite, two, two game, one line parlay or minus 120, figure it out. Um, I, but, I, but I think at the same time, you're a little bit. Uh, more inclined to bet just to, to reach a semi just right. so you don't have to worry about winning in 90 minutes. And, and then if you're really looking to kind of kind of go out on a limb and maybe take a flyer that involves uh, the Netherlands, maybe. I know Memphis Depay has only scored twice, but I expect the Netherlands to get three games here, and maybe he scores three or four goals in, in, in three games and winds up winning the golden boot. Uh, he's about 16-1 to one or so to win that. So if you're really looking for a little bit of a flyer, even though he's spotting Cristiano Ronaldo three goals, um, there's a chance there. But uh, I am sticking to the two teams I fought before the tournament. I bet two teams to win. I bet two teams to reach the final. They were France and Germany. Uh, I, I love the, the Germans. They're all the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, we saw them struggle mightily with a lot of pressure on them against Hungary. They got the draw, and I think there's a little bit of an exhale that they got through. And look, they're not concerned. They're, they're not fearful of going to Wembley to face an English side that's struggling dramatically to score goals. Uh, I, I like Germany in that match to advance, and I would even look at uh, playing England to uh, under their goal total as well. And then France is still the best team, and I think uh, we saw them play a lot better uh, in the second half of the, of the Portugal match. Kingsley Coleman came on and gave them some life as well. So I, I think France now, that they're out of the group stage and into the knockout rounds, I, I, I think we're headed towards France-Germany ultimately. All right, let's do this game by game tomorrow. The group of or the round of sixteen begins. Now there's there's the game bets in regulation, you know, sides or draw, and then there's the two advance. Let's start with uh, Wales and Denmark, Paul. What do you have here? 
I like Denmark a lot here. I mean, they played really well in the group stage. They should have beaten Belgium. They should have beaten Finland. Uh, they have the second best shot difference in the whole tournament behind only Italy and the fourth best expected goal difference. And Wales had the second worst shot difference. They were outshot by 32 over three games. And I know there's some game state stuff that's involved there, but those are very extreme numbers for both teams. Uh, so I, I like Denmark here. And I mean, who wants to bet again Den- against a Denmark right now? And I mean that both from just kind of an emotional standpoint yeah. and also just the kind of karma and the the role that they're on of it all. I, w- I would agree with that. Chris, anything here? Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I don't love anything here, but I think, uh, again, Denmark now traveling outside Copenhagen for the first time. But I do think the game's in Amsterdam, if, I, if I'm right. correct. And, and I think yep. what that will mean is I don't think they're allowing any English or U.K. visitors uh, into mm-hmm. the Netherlands right now. So I think what you're going right. to see is kind of uh, that home field advantage. You know, a lot of people make that trip uh, from Denmark down to Amsterdam for this match. So uh, I, I wouldn't be inclined here to agree with Paul on this match that Denmark should advance. Yeah, Wales-Denmark is in Amsterdam. This next game is in London between Italy and Austria. Paul? Yeah, Italy's been probably the best team in the tournament, and with the caveat that they played all their games in Rome and against teams that simply aren't as good as them. But Austria also, not as good as them. So I like Italy here. I'm going to play them on the goal line, minus the goal and a half. I think Italy uh, rolls. You can get, I got plus 140 at that. Um, if you, you know, a little more risk averse, play them to advance, or not to advance, but just to win outright at minus 225 or so. I'm okay with that too. But yeah, Italy's good. Austria has been fine. You know, they did kind of exactly what you think they would do. They lost to the Dutch. They beat North Macedonia and they beat Ukraine, which didn't seem to be trying in the final game for some reason. So Italy's just, this is just pretty straightforward. Italy's better. I think they, they also don't let their foot off the gas. They've shown that in all their games where they keep attacking even after they're up a goal. So this is not old Italy where they're going to get a goal and go into a shell. I think they'll keep pushing and win this by a couple of goals. Maybe the most impressive side in this uh, Euro 2020 so far. Christopher? Uh, I'd be looking at Italy, which Italy to win to nil and uh, under two and a half. I, I think this might be a situation where Austria is looking just to kind of get to added time before the, uh, the match even starts. Um, and, and Paul alluded to it. I do have a little bit of concern that now you're outside of Rome where you had that lengthy goal, that, 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 that streak would not allowing a goal. Uh, you're not playing Turkey. You're not playing Wales. You, you, you're in a much more difficult situation now against teams that have advanced. Uh, Italy's been great. I expect them to win, but this feels like a 1-0 or 2-0 type Italy win to me. All right. Uh, can you guys uh, stick around, give five more minutes? We'll do the Sunday games. I'd appreciate that. Sure you bet. Uh, Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast. Chris Felica, the Bear, from ESPN's College Game Day Daily Wager. And, of course, the Stanford Steve and the Bear Podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are distributed. Does this And does any of this make you want to bet soccer at all, Carl? You actually totally read my mind. I was just going to say how, like, I have, I'm bet, have not bet soccer in years because I don't know anything about it. But in particular, hearing the goal differential and the home field advantage for Denmark, that makes me want to go bet it. I love how that happens sometimes. We'll come back. We'll talk uh, about the last two. By the way, uh, folks were asking about Wimbledon, doing anything with Wimbledon. We'll we'll effort to get Dan Weston on Monday. I realize the tournament will have started by then, uh, but the draw, we couldn't get him this close to the draw. Uh, I will tell you the only bets that I have made are on the men's side. I bet Novak Djokovic um, at, uh, at a small price, minus 150, which I think is small enough to bet Novak Djokovic. He is the clear, fa- the clear favorite. The only other person I bet on the men's side was Matteo Berrettini, who I bet at 13 to 1 just as a flyer. I did not bet. The only bet I made on the women's side was some time ago on Naomi Osaka 
uh, at eight to one, and she pulled out. So that's a refund, and it didn't really induce me to bet anybody else futures wise. Grass is tough this year because we don't have the data. So this is going to be really on the fly while the tournament is going on. We'll come back more soccer right here on the Numbers Game, the Sports Betting Network. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Also with the current meet ending Saturday at Churchill Downs, the Ron Flatter Racing Pod offers a preview from Louisville. Hall of Famer Steve Asmussen will discuss his plans for the summer, plus his pursuit of the North American record for most wins by a trainer. Churchill Downs TV analyst Scott Shapiro will look at the Stephen Foster stakes and other races on the card. DraftKings Sportsbook's Johnny Avello will handicap weekend races around the country. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is available for download every Friday morning at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It's sponsored by First Bet. Skill Alexander, uh, Carl Sack in studio as well. Uh, with me, NBA guru from uh, Dr. Bob Sports, um, Chris Felica on the phone with us from ESPN, and of course, Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast, also works at True Media Networks, used to work at ESPN with Chris. They say inside ESPN things that we all just have to listen and, and figure out that they know what they're talking about. Uh, Chris, you uh, you bet something here in hockey to win the uh, the Vezina. You bet Flurry to win the Vezina and, and uh, Fox to win the Norris? Yeah, I... I, I, I... I, I, I just uh, I, I had a little I bet I bet Vasilevsky to to win the Vezina as well, but um, I don't know I kind of got off that a little bit just kind of just uh, not not totally concerned, and then I just think uh, 
uh, I love looking at some prices for him. Fox is a, is a significant favorite, so I, uh, I, I wind up betting him as well. Just some other things you're betting on these days. Uh, the Knights are going to have a long offseason thinking about, uh, you know, the thing about it was DeBoer was in a no-win situation. He was damned if he do, damned if he does it with Fleury and, uh, and Leonard. And in the end, it was really the offense that let down the Vegas Golden Knights as they succumbed to the, uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Let's go to Sunday, guys. Uh, Netherlands, Czech Republic. Paul, your bet here. Yeah, I've got the Dutch here. Uh, this is the kind of Dutch. in the don't overthink it category. Uh, I thought the juice would be heavier. I got a minus 145 for the Netherlands to win. They've been as good as anybody so far, uh, except maybe Italy, but you, you know you could argue that. Uh, and the Czechs are probably the worst team that's in this knockout stage. Only a couple expected goals for them in the in three group games. You know, they got one goal from midfield. They got one goal on a penalty. Uh, so, you know, they haven't shown a lot of offensive prowess outside of that. So this is just a, do not overthink this. The Dutch are significantly better, and I think they'll cruise here. Chris? Same game. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna play um, uh, Memphis Depay to score uh, for, for the Dutch in this match uh, at plus one thirty eight. That's the uh, that's the thing I like the most. I think it's gonna be a pretty free free flowing type type match. The Dutch would score multiple goals down in what ten straight matches, I believe it is. I think we're gonna see a much better effort from the Czech Republic now. Obviously, they really didn't try uh, and do much against England in the second half, but I would expect this to be a uh, entertaining top game. So Memphis to score and maybe even to a little a little both teams to score as well could be worth your play. This could, this could be like a like a two one three one I think type match. All right, and then finally the marquee matchup of the weekend. I think I can call it that. Uh, Belgium and Portugal on Sunday. You already have the Belgium future. So how are you playing this, Paul? Yeah, I've got I've got a Belgian future. I've got a Netherlands to advance further than Portugal future. That's kind of in the balance here. So, but so I'm playing the over here. Uh, over two and a half plus 105 is my price. Portugal's got two goals in all three games. Uh, yes, they, three of those are penalties. That's also this is how Portugal plays is to get those penalties. Uh, Portugal's defense hasn't been great. They get tons of chances and they play France. Tons of chances to Germany. Uh, Belgium may have Kevin De Bruyne back for the whole game. Still TBD, but if he's there, that's a big uh, feather in their attacking cap. And the Germany killed Portugal, if we get a little nerdy here, by pushing their wingbacks up and basically having five attackers across that front line and trying to make Portugal defend them, and Portugal never figured it out. Guess what Belgium attacks with? Wingbacks. They've got Monier, they've got Hazard on the left side. They could do a similar sort of thing if they want to. Uh, so I just think this game's going to be open because if one team scores, it's just going to open it up. The other team's going to have to do something, which plays into both teams' hands, really. So I like over 2.5 plus 105 here. By the way, Netherlands, Czech Republic, which we just talked about, is in Budapest, one side of the river, Buda, the other side, Pest. And then Belgium, Portugal, which we're talking about right now, is in Sevilla, uh, Seville, Spain. Uh, Chris, your thoughts on Belgium, Portugal, your play? Yeah, I, I, I want both teams to score here as well, just for a lot of the reasons that, that Paul emphasized. Uh, the fact that De Bruyne makes this team go. We've got, obviously, Romelu Lukaku up front, and then uh, Mounier and, 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 the, and the people who attack for, for, uh, for, for Belgium. This is not the same Portugal-type side that the way they won Euros a couple of years back. This is a nil-nil, let's go to kicks, let's go to added time and survive. Uh, they are much more forward-minded with Cristiano Ronaldo and, and Diego Jota as well. So I, I think this is a both teams to score. And I, I don't know if it's out there, if it exists. Um, 
I might even see if there's a prop out there. Will there be a penalty kick in this game? Because we know how the, uh, mm. they like to award uh, Christian Iron and all with, with those with those spot kicks. And uh, and I think Portugal could get with the points while a very aggressive team. So that's what I'm looking at here. They sure do. Uh, and as our buddy E, uh, who bets nothing but unders. Nothing, nothing's ever <laughs> no, a penalty. Nothing's <laughs> ever a penalty. You go, you go, you go, you go Larise punching a player in the face. No, <laughs> penalty. No. Thank no. you, guys. Chris Malika and Paul Carr, thank you both so much. Appreciate it. Uh, we have plenty of bets to make, and we'll uh, flash them up on Twitter. All of Paul's on that graphic as well. Uh, we'll come back. Vinny Maliulo, slow jamming out on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. This summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VEASAN gear because what says fashion more than sports betting? We got hats, shirts, and mugs with a VEASAN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets what it's all about and it's not under till it's over. Visit the VEASAN store today at VEASAN.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's VEASAN.com slash store. It's Gil Alexander, uh, Carl Sack, NBA guru from Dr. Bob Sports. Uh, with us all morning long. Uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we close out each and every week, slow jamming with Vinny Maliulo with his intro music. Do we have his intro music today? Do we have his intro music? There it is. Vincenzo Maliulo. Slow jamming with Vinny. Vinny, Carl. Oh, let's, let's open up their mic so we can hear what they're saying here. Vinny, Carl, Carl, Vinny. How are you? Good to meet you, Carl. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Request lines are open, so whatever you want to hear, just uh, just let me know, and we'll we'll spin it. Is that the term, Gil? Do we? We'll, we'll... Ah, not so much. Come on. Yeah, we'll spin uh, a it. Old school. <laughs> we'll spin it. <laughs> Vinny's on the ones and twos, y'all. Uh, Carl, I said to Carl of uh, the break. Now, Carl, Carl is not only when I say he's the best totals better. People are like, well, I guess I have to trust Gil that he's the best totals better he ever knows. Carl literally moves the markets. Period. Like no one I've ever seen. Am I right? You don't, don't, don't be modest. I mean, in all fairness, it's, uh, it's my subscribers that are usually the ones yes. doing it. Okay. I, I try to uh, not move the markets myself personally Correct. and stay under the radar. A good distinction, yes. But I asked, so I asked Carl off mm-hmm. here, I'm like, hey, look, you want to stay on with Vinny? Because when you get a chance to ask a, a bookmaker or something, he goes, uh, uh, okay, uh, why are there no. <laughs> what did you ask? Oh, I don't. What happened to the drink tickets? <laughs> what happened to the drink tickets? Well, That's we, all he wanted to know. Right. My buddies and I come here all the time, and usually I bet enough at the sports book to drink free the whole weekend. You yeah. Know? Well, we'll we'll still accommodate you. Uh, the, the, but the the drink tickets went by, uh, by way of of the pandemic. As Contact. Did lot, as did a lot of things with this these crazy times. Happens. Will they come back by way of? I'm them? not so sure. I don't. I mean, it, oh, interesting. It's, uh, I think you know it's. Uh, uh, it's certainly easier to manage uh, the uh, the cocktails, uh, the beverage service, uh, not just cocktails. But what happens with uh, with drink tickets oftentimes is all of a sudden you've got uh, additional hosts that you didn't realize were on on staff. So, for <laughs> instance, uh, you know uh, somebody's uh, walking around and uh, they're they're not a South Point employee, but They've got you know thirty drink tickets and hey here you go like really when did when I'm sorry did you did you go where's your name badge yeah <laughs> things like that but uh, certainly uh, we'll make sure that uh, Carl stays hydrated uh, yes 
Uh, I have a, well, let me go to Twitter for a second, Vinny, if you'll indulge sure. just one second. Because there's a question for Carl here. He had given his uh, reasons earlier on the show for why he likes the uh, Bucks team total over tonight. But this is from Mickey Moran, who may not have uh, listened earlier. He said, why is Carl thinking over team points when the Bucks last 10, only 108 points? Thoughts on why, please? I'm not sure if he left out a word or two, but essentially he's looking at, I guess, their team totals from the last 10 games, and he's wondering why you're so confident on the over here. You know, I think we touched on this a couple of days ago in terms of me being a regression to the mean type of guy. Um, The Milwaukee games uh, prior to last game have gone under a ton. Um, They had that one game against... I mean, the first six against uh, Brooklyn all went under. One of them went under by like 65 points. And when you kind of dig into those games, I feel like it was more a function of them just missing open shots and, and not shooting as well as they should have, as opposed to, you know, they're getting defended really well and they're struggling to create offense and that kind of stuff. Now, um, you know, I think... Uh, I also think that there's there's opportunity for some, uh, and this is a minor topic, but there's opportunity for some regression with Giannis in the way that he's shooting free throws and shooting three pointers. Like, I prefer he just not take those three pointers. Just stop taking them. Yes. Just stop taking them. But yeah. he's, at the same mm-hmm. time, he's not going to continue to hit 19% of them. Like, right. I mean, he shot 30% during the regular season, and I get that there's a bit of a mental thing to it, like we see with Ben Simmons in this, these free throws. Like, some of it's mental. Um, but yeah, we talked about that. We talked about Scott Foster. Um, I think we might get an extra whistle to start this evening. I think that's going to help. And 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 like we um, kind of delved into the the shooting numbers from game one. Not very many fouls called. Um, both teams shot terrible from three, and it wasn't because they were the the defense was solid. It was just it was just bad shooting. Just basketball variance. Yeah. If yeah, I may, just please. because it's it's always interesting to get perspectives from. Uh, from professional betters, obviously, I think anyway. Uh, you know, Chris and Jimmy feel the same way. And particularly specialists, like you said, this is your, your specialty or one of your specialties, NBA. Carl. Um, how much do you, uh, when you're, you're thinking about that particular aspect from the Bucks' perspective, how much do you put into the Hawks uh, uh, impacting that from the way, you know, their tempo and things, uh, particularly late in games, uh, when it comes to, in this case, the Bucks uh, total. Well, tempo is obviously huge. I mean, that's that's probably half the equation for sports, and it seems uh, for NBA, I should say. Mm-hmm. And and it um, it seems as though Atlanta wants the run, wants to push the tempo. Mm-hmm. Based on last game, they were actively doing it. Mm-hmm. They were shooting um, quicker into the shot clock than you would expect, or than you would see, say, for example, when they played the Knicks. Um, it seems as though that's intentional and given the fact that they won last game and they were successful doing it, I can't see them changing that approach at this point in time. Vinny, I've asked you a million questions in the past. I don't think I've ever asked you this Mm -hmm. from the three, the big three of pre-flop bets. So talking about spread money line total, Mm -hmm. what's your percentages on those on a typical game spread? Let's say even on, uh, especially on playoff games, right? Because almost everybody's involved in in a playoff game. So when it comes to straight bets, the side will have you know seventy percent of the wagers. Let's say uh, the totals. It's interesting. Totals will be bet by professionals right. on straight bets, 
uh, uh, more so than the general public who will put the totals, particularly the over, into their parlays. So give me, for instance, uh, give me the Hawks and over, uh, the Hawks with the points and over. Give me the Bucks and, and over. So from a percentage standpoint, the, the predominant bets are, you know, like the straight bets on the, uh, uh, on the, on the side. So, you know, but, but parlays also will tend to have a higher percentage during the postseason. Why? Because these are playoff games. And, you know, so there's, there, there are, are, you know, uh, ramifications that the series is going to go on or is it going to end, you know, depending on where the game is, uh, you know, where they are in the series. I think that was generally the answer I, I would yeah. have expected. You too? I was thinking yeah. 70, 75 percent. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, mm. so yeah, that says a lot. Yeah. I think uh, we'll come back. Sure. And uh, among other things, Vinny, I want to ask you just how good for you the book was this Canadians series win over the Vegas Golden Knights. Vinny is smiling. I think he has something to say. Vinny Maliulo, slow, jam, slow jamming with Vinny. Carl Sack as well, right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network. A lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Turn a $1 wager on the Hawks or Bucks into 100 with BetMGM. If either team hits a three, just one three, that's all you need from either team. 
Just use bonus code VEASAN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VEASAN100. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, Carl Sack, and Vincenzo Maolio, I believe is how you pronounce that. Vinny That's Malio. the Greek pronunciation. Yes. Uh, Vinny, so uh, help us out because we, yeah. the three of us were talking about this <clears throat> off air. How break this down on a series basis, how this worked out for you, and then on a futures liability basis. Yeah, the, uh, uh, so the, uh, the Canadians, uh, from a series perspective, and I know you had a ticket on them, Gil, you know, they were like $4 going into we'll, the series. And we'll then throw those up on the screen seven, uh, you, uh, Okay, those are yours, right? So plus 384 and plus 688 after game one, right? Yep, so, and then plus 278 again. I mean, some, some uh, exposure in the series price, but the bigger exposure uh, for the Canadians, frankly, is on the futures, and and you, know, you have to. We we had the Canadians at fifty to one. Jason uh, Kahn has open. a fifty to one. You have a fifty to one ticket, Jason Kahn. Well, good for you, buddy. You, you're, you're, I will tell you this: you have quite a bit of company out there, so um, we'll some, you'll get the drink tickets too. Um, <laughs> so the 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 thing is, it doesn't take a lot, right, of uh, of tickets. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of money to get your exposure up. And really when it took off was after the Toronto series. And let's remember, because then we, we, we raised the prices as well. So an opener back last fall of 50. But there were, there, was, there were times, you know, especially when they were on the verge of being eliminated by Toronto, that you could have gotten even higher, 75 or more, right? Uh-huh. So you think about it, if there's tickets out there, well, let me take a shot. Let me take a shot. Or I have a Toronto ticket in that case. Let me just, you know what? Throw fifty bucks here or hundred bucks here on you know on on the Canadians. So there's exposure with the with the Canadians, and and when you look at the to win the cup prices of the three remaining teams, right? The Lightning thirteen to ten. This, these are our prices here. Uh, Islanders seven to two. The Canadians three to two. That tells you that there's exposure, frankly, mm-hmm. and what we're, we're we're looking for. Obviously, we're looking for Islander money. You're inviting money the other uh, way. And now. so yeah. that's how you're gonna uh, you 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 have to manage your risk overall uh, from our side of the counter. Now, the 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 thing about it is a couple of things are going to happen here, right? With the Golden Knights being eliminated, casual hockey handle here, or local hockey handle is really not is is going to take a hit. Let's face it. So you're going to drop off a. Cliff. There's going to be there's going to be a, a, a precipitous drop. Yeah, a drop off, right? But the fact of the matter is, it's still the Stanley Cup Finals. There's going to be folks out there looking for prices. You know, like Jason. Jason's got if he's got a fifty, a 50 to one ticket on Montreal. Well, he's going to wait to see yep. what happens in tonight's Tonight. game mm-hmm. and see you know what the price is. You know, it's obviously going to be. Uh, a, a higher price. You you know you you want the Islanders to win because you want to lay a lower you, you want a, a lower price. He sure does. To you know to either hedge uh, you know or, or guarantee yourself uh, a profit on both sides. So there's there's that aspect of it. But from a, from a long term perspective, listen, 
when long shots come in, and this is certainly not a situation where, let's say, four years ago with the Golden Knights. So that's the, that's the interesting comparison. See, the Golden Knights, let's remember, in year one, you know, 500 to one or more, 600 to win to win the cup. I mean, people bought those tickets. I've said this before, almost as souvenirs. I, I, had, I had a buddy of mine who, who bought a, a, to, an odds to win a Stanley Cup. He had $100 on him, and he put it in a frame with the first game, with the newspaper. And he, Well, when they got to the finals, that, he, he, he hammered the frame. <laughs> he hammered that okay? frame. And, then, and he put the ticket in, in, the, in the vault. How, how, I mean, seriously, though, how bad would that have been for you guys? That would have been the worst future book liability I and in, in, in my opinion and we've talked about this amongst ourselves our colleagues um, here, here's the greatest reference to it from a future book perspective 1991 the Atlanta oh, Braves you always and the Minnesota up. Twins yeah and the reason I bring that up is because the previous year both of those teams finished last okay up to that point no team had gone from Worst to first in like a hundred years. And then you got now two. both teams did it. Yeah. So now you have to remember too in 1991, while sports betting was was popular, it wasn't the five billion dollar a year industry that it is now in what, the state of Nevada. Vinny, one of these days it's going to catch on. I'm telling you. I, I'm thinking it's yeah. it's probably good. You know, I know no. the Supreme Court's going to hear a case coming up too <laughs> to see uh, um, something. Perhaps a pe- Pepsi pass for something, but. Um, the the thing is, if you if that kind of that exposure would have paled in comparison to had the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup four years ago, that, that it would have been greater than than what we lost then. Now, at that time, it it really became a marketing tool. I mean, when so what what I was at Caesar's Palace at the time, and what what I did was I. And you you can still do this to this day. You can mail in your tickets, and there are a lot of folks that you know were from out of, out of state, and you, you you know they mail in their ticket. And when I we sent them the check back, I made sure that there was a future sheet for the 1992 <laughs> Pennant World Series, and said, "Look forward to seeing you <laughs> upon your next visit," because you've got to use it as a marketing tool. And at the end of the day, yeah, do you take a hit? But if Montreal comes in here. Um, it's like some of the golf futures we've seen in in, in recent uh, months, so right? It's not, it's not historical, in other it, words. It's not. You. This one won't be as historical as, as certainly, but it's good because what it does is increases business in the long run. People knowing that long shots do come in, it it sets you up for for more, uh, you know, uh, increased handle uh, down yeah. the road. So this begs the question, though. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Canadians and hockey. Right. What about the Suns, and then even more so the Hawks yeah. in basketball? Yeah, two two good examples there too. So the Suns at fifty to one to open the season, uh, and the Hawks a hundred. And so, but but there was a trickle on the on the uh, uh, on the, the the Hawks earlier. Because they were close to the top of their division, right? And then the Suns really caught fire in that. Gil, like about seven weeks ago, there were still twenty-five and thirty to one out oh, yeah. there on the Suns. So there's exposure uh, to the books right now on the on the Hawks and the Suns. Uh, so yeah, there's you know again this uh, this is that that year where these these long shots are live. And again, what they do is. Uh, create even more business, and let's remember this: we're typically right now we would be beyond these finals, and mm-hmm. we would just be we would be getting ready for, 
you know, football. What's what's worse for you, the Canadians, the Hawks, or the Suns? I think the uh, I think the Suns, no Hawks, Suns, and then Canadians. Just because uh, so, hockey's less yeah, I mean, than a handle. basketball handle is is higher, but but you know, hockey handle has grown obviously over in recent years. But if the let's take this one step further, if the Hawks win the NBA title. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Mr. Gone? We have to have a little conversation about this. No, bad? Mr. Gone realizes it. I yeah. mean, it's not like you know, uh, Vinny's going to be back in the dice pit. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Watching the, I just you meant know. that he would have to be made aware that it was a significant enough. Oh, my, he's already aware. He's already I mean, Chris, aware. you know, uh, you know, Mr. Gone's very look, my, Michael Gone. You've you've been back there when he comes back and oh, he sits yeah. and and he you know, but uh, uh, he, he Chris keeps uh, keeps him up to date on on everything that's uh, that's going. So it won't be a shock. You don't you you, you want to. Convey what's you know what's happening in the uh, in the department for sure. Can you predict for us the NFL team that will uh, that will apply in the same category? Um, right now, I don't think there's anybody right now with a ridiculous amount on them. Uh, Carolina, there was some early money on Carolina at like forty and fifty to one. You know, like give me seventy five. Remember the speculation yeah. that uh, uh, Stafford was going to go there and they were going to make all these moves and and things like that. So, but I don't. Right now, there's nothing that you're going it, to. It's not like. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers a year ago, when Brady signed with them, and some folks uh, had a, a hunch, you know, at sixty to one, uh, that Brady was going to go there and it was going to be that uh, type of exploit. But no, no, it's Minnesota. Well, since you bring that speculation, up, is it because Rodgers and Watson with, are still with, out there? Yeah, is, is there like preemptive Broncos bets that you've seen? Some that... some preemptive Broncos, some preemptive uh, Vikings for the division. Uh, because of you know if oh, Rogers goes, if he goes yeah. uh, like I said, Carolina early, but there's nothing right now that, that you're, we're sitting here going, oh my gosh, is this avalanche going to start uh, already? So yeah, when you talk about it's having a, a liability mm-hmm. on NBA, given Phoenix and Atlanta, mm-hmm. how much um, are you factoring in to the overall? liability that you know i'm sure you guys had a ton of lakers futures probably mm-hmm. nets futures yes. utah's futures all those all those that have basically now you're cashing um does that not help make up some of it or well you- it it did and 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 there wasn't a drop off in handle <clears throat> with the lakers getting bounced uh, because LA, uh, the Clippers were still there, and the Suns became so popular as well so uh, th- there wasn't you know some early we got ahead of the Nets situation because they still had two of the big three going. You know, going into the season, we knew that uh, KD was going to be back, and but once they got Harden, we we were kind of ahead. And it's not like they went from twenty or twenty-five to one to to to, to five to one. They were not you know double digits uh, at that point. So, uh, but there was a, a lot of support for the Lakers. So yeah, you you know there was there was built in a little built-in cushion there. But again, it doesn't take long uh, when you got. You know, seven weeks ago, twenty-five and thirty to one on yeah. the Suns, who were on a roll at the time. But Utah getting bounced too was uh, was helpful. This bookmaking thing seems like a pretty good business. Yeah, thing. I think I think the Supreme Court just called. I think they ruled uh, that we're not going to have the exclusive anymore. So yeah. better get ready for it. Vinny, thank you as always, man. <laughs> good to be with you. Always, you, always a pleasure, Carl. Nice to meet you. We pleasure didn't even you. we didn't even get to ask you about you know Euro Cup twenty twenty. We'll save that. for It's all good. Time. It's good. Uh, we're doing a lot of business, especially during the uh, during the mornings. And thank you, Carl. Appreciate it. Not once, but twice this week. Always a pleasure. Anytime you're in town, man, come on air with thank us. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it, Carl Sack. Everybody, um, the finest NBA total better. I know he's got the uh, over on the Bucks team total tonight. A bit of a lean on the game total itself. Good luck with all your bets from all of us at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Lombardi Line is next. 
1-800-636-8365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 